I won't compromise or settle I'm the one behind the wheel of my life I won't put on the gas pedal And I push it down to the middle Till I'm on a whole new level For personal growth, marketing, branding And spirituality Will help you turn your dreams to reality Whatever goals you got in mind Will help you reach them uncompromised Cause we are The Uncompromised Podcast With your host, Adam Wills so let's start the show. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Uncompromised Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Wills. And we are here for episode 16 of the Uncompromised Podcast, and I've got another guest here with me today. I never know really whether you guys like the guest episodes better or the solo episodes better, um, or maybe maybe you don't have a preference. Either way, I'd love to know your feedback. So do me a favor, whether you're watching this on YouTube or on LinkedIn, um, post a comment, let me know. Um, or shoot me an email, adamw at heightdigital.com, H-I-T-E digital.com, and let me know. But without further ado, let me introduce our guest today. My guest today is Chris Gonzalez, owner and founder of GoodTube Kids and uh, former FBI agent. So let's, uh, let's talk about the latter part of that first. But of course, you know, I've got to ask you a question, Chris, and I warned you I was going to ask you this when I come in to, to start the show because I ask everybody, where do you stand, sir, uncompromised? Well, launching GoodTube Kids, I said, I've had enough. My son, then seven, got bit by YouTube. I went to YouTube Kids, it was worse. And I said, we cannot stand for this sort of messaging in our children's media. And so we launched GoodTube Kids, which is anchored in the truth and goodness of the Christian faith, which I believe all of our youth need so desperately and what they're watching. And so Good Tube Kids stands uncompromised and uncompromisingly as a safe place for kids and a resource for parents. I absolutely love it. And you know, we're, of course, we're, we're customers, we're subscribers um, to Good Tube Kids ourselves. Um, but like I said, I want to I talk about a little bit about your former career. And I think part of that is because right now, just with where we are in our yes. country, anytime you say those three words, FBI, that automatically everybody's getting riled up, right? Um, so regardless of where that comes from, um, you know, I've done some work in my law enforcement career mm -hmm. with uh, an FBI task force and that sort of thing. But I want to hear from you. Let's maybe first share what, when did you leave uh, your career? Uh, why did you leave? And how did you decide to go into business and becoming an entrepreneur. I left, I resigned January 2nd of this year from 14 years as a special agent and 19 years in law enforcement and I never thought I'd leave. But when I left, I wrote the FBI a letter and it was titled A Crisis in Leadership. And I left because I just, my heart wasn't in it anymore. I realized that what I felt was the FBI didn't want Chris Gonzalez, they wanted somebody to say yes. And there are lots mm -hmm. of good people back there still fighting the good fight. Unfortunately, there's also a lot of people that have resigned, but they just haven't left. And they're just dead at their desk. And so it's, uh, it's a really hard place for the good folks there. And if they don't correct some things, some major problems, 
uh, they'll see their own unfortunate demise bureaucratically. Yeah, sadly, um, I, th I think we've reached a point where it sure seems that there are some concerning things that need to be addressed there. And I, and I for one, want to applaud you for um, your willingness to take a stand. Uh, I think more people need to stand up and, and say something uh, because um, the 80, 20 rule applies, right? So, I mean, it's 80% at least mm -hmm. um, good people uh, in the FBI that are trying to do the right thing, but there's unfortunately some that have um, tarnished the good reputation uh, of the FBI. And so, Anyway, I applaud you for that. I don't want to spend more time on that than is necessary, um, but thank I thank you for your time um, serving our country in that way and uh, being a man of good moral turpitude and, and upstanding uh, American citizen. So, um, so the latter part of that question I asked you was, how did you decide after you left that you wanted to start a business and why GoodTube Kids? You know, it's the weirdest thing. I never, ever, ever thought I'd be working with kids. I never thought that that would be a calling in my life. And uh, I remember volunteering with the young kids at church and some, it would give me the cold sweats. I'd rather go into a, uh, you know, a cartel and infested house and clear it with SWAT than work with the, the three and five-year-olds and seven-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. But I have a son. He's seven. He was on YouTube right in our house looking up the sizes of planets and he got bit. And what I what I mean by that is he saw a video, some dark satire. He said it was parents who hate their kids and the kids had blood on their faces. We couldn't find the video. I think it was some sort of clickbait a family had made somewhere. And I said, OK, YouTube's not a place for kids. If your kids are on YouTube, you need to be very careful. There's open terrible, obscene pornographic content that's available to anybody unfiltered on YouTube. So I went to YouTube Kids, and the first video I saw on YouTube Kids I recommended for my seven-year-old boy was what it's like to be uh, transgender and non-binary, what it's like to talk to somebody who um, dresses in drag, and there's hundreds of these videos. And I said, okay, that is not for my son. That is not for us. And why can't there just be good tube? And that was the seed. And so here we are now, seven months from uh, leaving the FBI, and I realize that the greatest war we're in is for the hearts and minds of our kids. And so if we don't get involved in yeah. that, not just complain about it, but make solutions, get into the fight, then um, they're going to win the messaging war. So when you had this inspiration to do something different, than what was already being done. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that that initial feeling was this overwhelm of, well, how do I even begin? I mean, right. Like yes. YouTube is, yes. YouTube is huge. Yes. YouTube is owned by, of course, Google, a monster. And it is the second largest search engine that exists in the world. Right. So to, to say, I'm going to take on YouTube kids is, um, about You're uh, right. or take on YouTube is, is about as big an aspiration. I think as anybody, currently could make other than to maybe say, I'm going to try to take on Amazon. So, sure. um, I'm sure that felt overwhelming. What did it take for you to not back down from that? Oh yeah. I I'm focused on the word felt feels is all is a, is still a good tense for that word. It still feels overwhelming, but if here's the thing, our, our youth are spending uh, six is the low end. Uh, some estimates are up to 14 hours a day on a screen. 
And let's say they're at church one to two hours a day. Who's winning that messaging war? You know, when you talk about YouTube and when we talk about uh, all the good things that are on there, there are lots of good things. Churches put things on there. Maybe you put an educational video on there, but for youth, it's like gold in a minefield. They're one click from disaster. Average age now that youth are exposed to pornography is age eight. It used to be 13. Oh my gosh. And it's be, it's That's because insane. of, it's insane. It, and parents really don't understand. We we wrote an ebook called Poisoned Candy about it. And you can get it from our, our website. And it is about the messaging that's coming through YouTube, YouTube Kids, Disney, Nickelodeon. And I don't think parents really realize what are what content's on there. And so then the call is, we have to do something about this. We can no longer ignore it. So if not me, you know, in SWAT, you were on SWAT. You look around and if you see a threat, you don't stand around too long just staring at it. You take care of it. And so I look left and right and I realized if not me, then who? If not now, then when? We're going to do something yeah. about it. And uh, I left the FBI and we launched Good Tube Kids. And I remember sitting at my computer those first few days just overwhelmed. I can only imagine it's what David felt like when he stared at Goliath. What am I going to do? But if the Lord is for you, then who can stand against you, right? And so here we are. I I think two things when I get up in the morning. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? One bite, yeah. And, and if you have to eat a frog, eat it first thing in the morning. So I get in and I learn something I didn't know. I, I you know, I... Just like you, I spent my time kicking indoors. I'm a Christian apologist, a, a father, a husband. I'm all these things: a videographer, a app launcher, a um, content creator. I was not, but we have to do those things for our children. I'm doing this as much for my own son as I am for yours and and your daughter and and, and your children that are out there listening. And I know that one day, uh, you talk about being uncompromised. I have to answer for everything I said and didn't say, for everything I did and didn't do. And if I knew this was a problem, and if I knew it needed a solution, what can I say? Well, I'd rather just be comfortable. I'd rather just ride off into the sunset with my cushy job. No, there's work to be done. There's a fight. There's a battle to be uh, fought. And so uh, here I am, Lord, send me, I I think to myself. (laughs) You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say in true Isaiah 6, 8, fashion. You said, here, uh, here I am, Lord, send me. Amen. Um, and I absolutely love that. And I, I think, well, maybe I'm mischaracterizing this, but I was going to say, you know, in your case, your purpose, your mission sort of fell into your lap and maybe Mm -hmm. that's being unfair, but, Mm -hmm. um, I can say from my own personal experience, as well as other, other cops that I talk to specifically, as you know, um, I have a a group called LEO to CEO where Mm -hmm. I coach cop cops into post law enforcement entrepreneurship and so many cops. And I don't care whether they're municipal county state or federal, they box themselves in when they recognize that I want to leave law enforcement. The problem is they have no idea what to do. Right. right? And they, they just, it's almost like the law enforcement career, as much as I love my career, right? right. As much as I loved working in that, that field, um, it's almost like it strips you from the ability of really thinking about what sure, it is that you sure. need in your life and what your purpose and your your personal mission really is because you're so used to 
writing for the brand of the law enforcement agency that you're with and really putting your community's needs before your own. Um, so what, what advice would you share with um, other law enforcement officers that are either still on the job mm -hmm. and thinking about getting out, but don't know what to do different or are out and are still seeking that? How do you align with a mission and purpose? I, I am fortunate that this was um, kind of uh, the seed was planted in my mind uh, because prior to that, I was a lot like those other police officers. I never thought I'd leave law enforcement. I never wanted to leave law enforcement. Yes, and when you get out on the other side and look back, I really, for some reason, I think we all believe that this is all there is. I, I, I just could not see myself not doing that. And uh, I'm really happy with what I'm doing. I do miss SWAT ops. I do miss smashing doors and eating breakfast tacos afterwards. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah right. it was a good, it was good times. I, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Power it, rings. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for those law enforcement officers, particularly like my federal brethren that may be in there and they just don't know what to do or they think it can't be done. You know, the actuaries that give you a, a salary in the federal government they do so at just such a rate, like Mr. Wonderful from the Shark Tank says, a salary is what you're paid to kill your dreams. And so yeah. you all have the leadership, the communications capabilities. You all have the ability to adapt and overcome. You all have the capability to do things that businesses need on the outside. Show up on time, smile, say roger that and get the job done. But sometimes we don't see how those parlay into a business career. And so I'm sure, and I, I, I know that what you're teaching them is to realize the skills that they have, um, even though they seem siloed, right? When we say uh, I was a violent crime specialist and I focused on cartel and, okay, I understand how you used your skills to do those things, but you are not that. You are not that violent crime. You are somebody who got the job done. And so we have to step back and right. look at ourselves from a third party perspective and see what is it. You know, when I was a young tech, a young cop, I always knew I'm running and gunning, but one round of the thigh, right? And take that femur out. Uh, maybe I'm not going to run and gun anymore. And so I always had white collar in my background because I knew I could do it in the outside. And so as you start to transition or as you're in your career, you might think, you know, I like. I like getting the bad guys Friday nights, but maybe some time on cyber uh, might help me or maybe some white collar time might help me so that when I'm starting to move out, it's not this immediate drop off. I've spoken to businesses. I've gained some white collar type career skills. But if even if you're not, um, you just need to reframe how you see your skill set and how you market yourself. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about um, GoodTube Kids. And where that's at right now. Sure. Uh, and what what's next? Like, what's what's oh, the outlook? What are you what are you trying to accomplish? What do yes. you see as the the vision for where this goes? Great question. So where we're at right now, we've just in the past month and a half got our two apps out, which was for me a huge milestone. We have now apps available on Apple and Android, which means that you can download it and you can have it on your phone, and then you can give your son or daughter, the phone or the tablet, and you don't have to worry about what they're going to see. And really, it's funny, GoodTube Kids, that name Kids, I think a lot of people think, oh, well, kids are only zero to six or zero to seven. You know, those 15-year-olds are still kids. 
In fact, our mm-hmm. teens and tweens, they need our protection and help more than ever because they're the ones who are really being a fo- a focused on and they're the ones entering the Coliseum of Ideas. And so I don't just want good to kids to be just safe. Marshmallows are safe, right? I want it to be good. And that means inspiring. I want kids to go out there and be challenge themselves fitness-wise, adventure-wise, hobby-wise. And so we're putting things like that on there. Uh, I want them to go out and get a few bumps and bruises. I don't want them to be uh, on GoodTube Kids all the time. YouTube and YouTube Kids, those algorithms, I can tell you, are made to keep your kids online. You got to get your kids off social oh, yeah. media. That's a free free tip. TikTok, those apps, all those things, you got to get your kids off social media. It is not healthy. You find me one study that shows it's healthy. Uh, I, I doubt I doubt you can. Nonetheless, you're talking about mm-hmm. what's what's where's GoodTube Kids right now. If you're listening to this and you want a safe place for your youth, and you want a place that's more than Veggie Tales. Uh, you want a place where they're going to see Christian apologetics and fitness and hunting. We just did a duck hunt video. That's what we're adding there uh, for tweens, teens, and kids trying to create a safe place there. What's next is to continue growing our platform and making it a household name so that kids don't feel like they have to go to YouTube or YouTube Kids. They can go to GoodTube. You know, the thing is, is if you're online, if you're on YouTube or YouTube Kids, you're going to see something you don't want your kids to see. It, it's not a matter of of if, it's when. And there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos with messages I can promise you don't want your kids seeing. And so, you know, we're, we are taking on a giant. Um, and when you don't pay for something uh, monetarily, then you are the commodity. You're I don't the think product. we are. Yeah. Yep, you're the product. <laughs> exactly. And so yep. your kids' eyeballs and, and time and fingers are the are what's paying for it. And so at GoodTube Kids, we are working to create a platform that I would want my own youth, my own son to watch. Uh, I'd want him to be on there. And then I'm telling parents, you know, one to two hours of screen time total. We got to shrink the screen time down. And that's my company, right? That's the very thing I'm doing. But I know what's right for our youth. So what's the next thing is to get the word out and start to increase uh, subscribers. If if you're willing to pay that $10 a month to protect your kids, to give them a safe place so you don't have to worry, and we send out resources to parents every week, uh, then we can start to grow and add more content. We, people think that YouTube is the only way, right? YouTube Kids is the only way. And I'm not saying for parents to never go on there. I'm just saying that for our youth, it's an unsafe place to search. It's it's a minefield that they're one click from disaster. And so as we get the word out, we got to get to the next goal is 2,250 subscribers. That's our our big goal to get the business All running, right. keep the house, keep the house and roof over my family and feed and feed the boy and all that. But uh, there are some very real financial goals we're trying to make, but there's a very much bigger mission. And so I trust that God uh, will give us the tools and ability and bring the people to us just like today. Amazing. Well, I sure love the work that you're doing. You know that, uh, uh, we're, we're committed to being by your side in that as well. Um, so looking forward to seeing as the platform grows and, uh, my kids are sure loving it now that there's an app makes it a lot easier uh, than having to sit on, you know, mommy or daddy's laptop. Right. right? And so, um, Looking forward to watching things grow. Uh, I want to encourage everybody not not only to go take a look at GoodTube Kids, but also to connect with you specifically, Chris, mm-hmm. um, and to go check out your ebook, Poison Candy. So why don't you let everybody know exactly where they can find you and, and that resource and, and how to go engage with that? Yeah. If you go to Good. 
Tube Kids. It's like YouTube, but without all the sin and danger. GoodTubeKids.com. <laughs> uh, you'll find all that you need right there. There's uh, uh, links for uh, signing up for GoodTube Kids. If you send us your email, then you sign up for our email, then we'll send you that book, po- ebook, Poison Candy. And uh, I can send you the link and we can attach it to, to this video here. In fact, I'll comment in the YouTube uh, video about the poison candy. That's a free ebook. And wow, when you see what's out there in children's media, it'll really open your eyes. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good ebook. I got to tell you guys, um, I downloaded it, took a look at it, and there's a lot of really good material in there. And it really does open your eyes to what they're actually pushing on uh, yeah. YouTube kids. And I got to tell you, it's um, it's not always just the content itself. It's mm-hmm. the ads. Yes. Um, and yes. we run into that, even though we don't, we don't let our kids spend a lot of time on there. Uh, you know, even, even though we, we know like there's some really good wholesome TV shows and stuff that we can sit down and watch together mm-hmm. on Amazon prime and that sort of thing. The show is fine, but it's the ad that comes up in between that, mm-hmm. you know, always has us going mute it, tell the kids to close their eyes. Right. Because <laughs> The mm-hmm. ads are just mm-hmm. as bad. And the same thing goes on YouTube ki- or kids where they're just, it's pretty sketchy. Um, so anyway, thank you for that. Thank you for putting that resource together. And, and Chris, it was uh, awesome having you on the show. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, brother. Thank you all. Fight the good fight. All right. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and checking out another episode of the Uncompromised Podcast. Um, we'll catch you on the next episode. And in the meantime, please do go leave a review, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever it is that you listen to your your podcast. Or maybe you check out the live stream on LinkedIn, YouTube. Leave me a comment. Let me know that you enjoyed the show. Um, but uh, we appreciate that because it helps other people find the show. So until next time, remember to be uncompromised. Thank you.